Cut that part out. <laughs> Welcome to episode 27 of the Mind Crack Podcast with special guests, The Shaft. Welcome, guys. We are welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi. We, we got a we test beef here. What are Eric, their names? Uh, Eric, Wes, and Brent. Yeah, what you wrote that guy? on a piece of paper. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> it's in the chat. I think it's at Brent Copeland. It's not just Brent. Yeah, it's yeah. at Brent yeah, Copeland. Right. At Brent Copeland. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> is that legally binding now? It is now. I just had to go and get a judge make it legal. Yeah. <laughs> so our, ch- our YouTube channels, um, the Minecraft Network and uh, your YouTube channel, we have something in common. Yes. We have a, we have a, uh, a Harlem Shake in common. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you guys have run into a little bit of a snag. We have indeed. We just found out about this right before the show. Brent saw the message. It's not a it's not a strike. We're not in trouble. But basically they claim the content. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah. You get the matched content ID. So basically they've they've claimed that it's theirs and they want the uh monies. So now there's a Bauer or whatever the name of the yeah. uh terrorist organization is that <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. There are ads on the front of it now. So yeah. Uh, now the choice is, what do we do? You know, do you leave it up there like that? Because at any point, I don't know if people are aware of this, but uh, uh, if you get a, a video removed because of content ID, they uh, you get a strike on your account. If you get three, they actually pull your account. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can change their mind at any time and say, no, pull it. So we could actually get a strike at any moment. Mm. So it's kind of nervous. Uh, do you leave it up there and just kind of get the subs from it, or do you pull it? And one of the options, which I think is awesome, is we recreate the music a cappella. That was awesome. Re-upload it, you know. Who's going to say the terrorist line? I'll do it. (laughs) 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 They say they can't yours. Ours has different words. (laughs) You should just do it in English. Have like the English version of the song. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That'd go over well. (laughs) Terrorist. <laughs> so when when you got the content ID thing, did it actually say like the group name or something is claiming, um, the video? No, it actually uh, doesn't. It just says that they've claimed it. Like it didn't actually put their name on it. I I, I would have to look again to see exactly what it what it said. But I ran into a similar problem. I did a block party, which is our little FTV series, and I played with the sentries one day, and I made the still alive disc. With by burning a companion cube in FTB, mm. and I put it in, and that song still alive hits YouTube, and it goes, "This is owned by, you know, our Commons or something." There's mm-hmm. there's some kind of notice that says, you know, you can't monetize this. Um, so I actually kind of hammed it up and basically had YouTube stamp down at the end of the video and go, "No, <laughs> they're the bad guys." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it wasn't necessarily that it was a strike. I just couldn't monetize it. Right. And but there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of fake ones around though, aren't they? That are claiming it that yeah don't have the right to just because they've put it on their video. Or what was that? Uh, what was Generic B's uh, company? Well, G- generic had it. I I had it. Um, Beef had it. And like the video agri- had it, aggressor or something like that. Was yeah, aggregator, the- something like that. Something weird, and basically they're just claiming for the sake of claiming and hoping that the the content creator doesn't doesn't dispute it. Yeah, because they they got it on uh, Black Ops. I got it on Far Cry, so they don't own both of those games. So. 
Well, in the case of this uh, Harlem Shake, I mean, that is the it, it yeah. is their song, obviously. But isn't this a parody? So what? So legally, is or do they have the rights because it's their music, or do it's, the content creator have the rights because they're parodying? It's not really a parody, though. It's is it? not. Yeah, it's just a you're you're basically just adding video to their music, right? Yeah. So maybe they are in the right for all these people that are putting out these Harlem Shake videos. They could be yeah, rich as hell if they get yeah. <laughs> all the. It's, it's good advertising for them. Right. Yeah. yeah. They should really accept it, I guess. Is <laughs> they should just accept really it. how messed up our, our copyright system is because there's kind of like both sides to it. Yeah, it's their music, but is someone coming to view that that video because of the music or because of the meme or because of the actual video? And so I think there's actually some rights there that you can say that it's fair use that I'm not competing with you. I'm not selling your song. I'm selling this video that has your song in it. Mm. Um, but I think in the end, it's like, how powerful are you? You know, we yeah, we can sit there and write back and say we claim that it's parody, and they're going to say no, it's not, and see you in court. And at that point, we're like, okay, we'll pull it. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's just like with the Minecraft style thing. You know, Sparkles making his his deal. I mean, he has flat out parody. He made the he, he recreated the music himself. Mm -hmm. The video and the vocals are all his. There's really no argument there. That is 100% a parody, but he's going to have to go and go to court to defend it because the bureaucracy basically is in his favor. I mean, oh, really? It, he, they, they, that is, I didn't, I didn't know that there was a, there was a legal issue there. With oh, the, yeah, yeah. They, they pulled down Minecraft style. Now, the worst part is that they haven't pulled down all the versions. So other people who've posted copies of his video are getting millions and millions of hits. Right. And wow. he's seeing a penny of it. Now, huh. what would be awesome, and, and this, I think this would be something good that you could, YouTube could put in place. They should say to these record companies, hey, look, people are promoting your music. Hmm. Give me a time period for how long we can have that segment in there. You know what I mean? Let somebody play 30 seconds of Harlem Shake. No big deal. And you'll get 3% or 5% of all the royalties. Yeah, I think just having their ad on it should be good enough. Like, yeah. how yeah. much you kind of pay us to uh, put your ad there? You yeah. know, you be the ad but revenue for it. Record companies should really do it with their entire back catalogs and say, look, you you pay us a nominal amount of money and you can use a track. You know, so what if I make you know tens of dollars on a video I've made that's got your music in the background? Yeah, right. people, I would love to have older music. On a, on a segment of my video when I'm building something like that and it will open up to a new audience these older tunes that they've probably never heard of before yeah yeah and that's the thing that they're not looking at is how many sales would they get all of a sudden like this video bring, yeah. bring back well, like, front. like I said earlier uh, on iTunes right now the Harlem Shake song is number three in top singles yeah and, and it's before this it's no one knew of that song I, I can guarantee you it hmm, I've never heard yeah. of it yeah, and here's I, I went ahead and looked up what it actually said. It says your your video may include music that is owned by a third party. Your video is available and playable. Here are the details: uh, Bauer Dash Harlem Shake sound recording administered by End Music. So yeah, they'll leave it on there for a week, and no one will, no one will look at it after that anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. I yeah. mean, it, and that's the other thing. It's so fly by night. I mean, why not just let people make videos with it? Don't slap them for it. And promote your music for a week and get it to number two. <laughs> yeah, good had an ang good had like a scary rapper um, claim one of his videos once, and he didn't even have his music in it. <laughs> you remember that? Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. <laughs> the game claimed one of his videos. The game really? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just because <laughs> the title, like the title of the video, just said the game. Yeah, that's what and it was. 
and that's it. Like, and he didn't even know about it. It must have been. It could have been claimed for a while. Yeah, yeah, because it was it was one of the old old mind Minecraft videos. It was like the title I think was something like Lost to the Game or something like that. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, I come upon it one day and it's got ads on there from the game, and I'm like, who, who the hell is this? Dude, yeah. you're, you're stepping into the YouTube blood territory there. That's I really like that idea of being able to play old music from catalogs. I mean, imagine, you know, Nina Simone's awesome, but nobody modern really listens to her all that much unless you really dig into, you know, blues and jazz. No, no. I mean, Beef and I both, you know, occasionally, we've, we've both been fairly slack at it, but we, we do a, a sort of a promote a song that we like that we've heard mm-hmm. during the video, but you can't play it in your video you have to go and link it to some illegal youtube channel that has a copy of it up there yeah yeah i think that's the worst part is a lot of times when you do mention these these songs like i've stopped doing it unless it is on like their vivo or whatever but then you know vivo is just making the money instead of the actual artist so you're mm-hmm. still not really giving them anything but yeah. Uh, yeah a lot of times when you link to one of these songs it's on you know joe blow's channel or whatever and he's getting the ad revenue not the artist and that's not right yeah, I think Captain Sparkles should just let someone else put up his Minecraft style and then just share the royalties with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would that really help? Well, because they'll leave it up on that channel, right? They're only going after his. And so if he just says, hey, look, I'll let you put it up on your channel. Well, he ran into problems with uh, Revenge as well, if I remember right. Like they, they pulled the ads off of it for like a couple weeks or something until he got. He's probably lost more money than he's made in disputes on these uh, these parodies that he's done. Yeah. Which is weird because, like I said, he 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 does all the music originally. I mean, this is flat out parody. There's no right. that what right. he's doing is parody, and I don't understand how anybody, any legal department, can think that they can claim it, except in a bullying measure. Right. The only one making any money off this is the attorneys. Yeah. yeah. And until someone actually steps up and has the money or the legal backing to actually fight one of these and get some precedents, that's all it's going to be. Is they're going to bully people as long as they want. Right. What about our guy Notch stepping up? Well, you know, what's funny actually is uh, during New Year's, uh, like during the whole uh, ball drop television, whatever, anyways, Google had an ad running that was like the best of 2012. And that video was one of the ones that they showed on TV. So should Google be sued as well? That's true. Well, no, because they're Google and they have lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that, that kind of goes back to what we were saying last week about the Pirate Bay and how they were getting done for providing links to illegal files, but Google do exactly the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Speaking well, of the Pirate Bay... Bay. <laughs> <laughs> he, wants to, he wants to get his link in, let him. That was a segue, man. <laughs> so, uh, Notch stopped by... Um, well, the Pirate Bay, basically the co-founder for the Pirate Bay had a Reddit AMA, and Notch stopped by to thank him for making the world a better place. Good guy, Notch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's just something about the whole idea... I mean, there's this dichotomy with, with pirating. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were a content creator, you would not want someone out there stealing all your stuff. But as a consumer who feels like ripped off by the big companies, at the same time, you're kind of happy that there's somebody out there doing it. It's like you want Robin Hood. You just don't want him robbing from you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. I mean, the thing is, uh, do these film companies think that their films are so bad that watching it at 720p on a 27-inch monitor is the same as watching it in the cinema with THX sound? Well, and also, how many people are? I mean, I'm, there's a percentage out there that I'm sure are, but how many are stealing it that would have bought it anyway? 
Exactly. Right. So, you know, getting yeah. the word of mouth, if it's a good thing and you have a guy who steals it and goes tell his two friends, hey, this is a great movie, and one of them goes and ends up buying it and they wouldn't, well, they just made a sale. Yeah. But they're not mm-hmm. keying in on that kind of advertising. And, like, yeah. I own three different copies of Star Wars in three different formats, okay? <laughs> and my son wants to watch it. And let's just say, theoretically, I wanted to show him Star Wars, you know, and I wanted to show him in the most convenient way possible. I might be willing to download a digital copy of it from the internet somewhere when I already own three copies of it on, you know, VHS and this and that and this and that. Yeah. And, and I think that there is a valuable tool there for people to utilize otherwise legal usage. But getting in other formats that they actually, can actually, I, right. I bought Looper the like two weeks ago, and with the physical copy, it comes with a digital download. Now, a lot of companies are actually starting to do that, which is smart because I mean, why? Why? It's stupid that you can't download a movie you already own. It's like is it DMC to the eyeballs though? I have I, I haven't downloaded, it, but I'm just saying that they they are actually providing you with digital downloads, but but it's not DRM free. It is. No, it it is won't be no. It's usually based in some logins. We, we, you know, my father-in-law handed us a bunch of those certificates that came in his Blu-ray combo packs. He's like, here, but they had dates on them. Like you had to do it by a certain date. You have to do it through a certain website. You have to log in. You have to, you know, I mean, it just was. That's the other problem with copyright is, is the, the things they put, the DRM and stuff that makes it so difficult to do what you need to do with the content. It's just like, that's why iTunes actually kind of probably saved the music industry. Because they said, hey, here's a song for 99 cents. And people are like, hey, that's actually value the the right price. And so I will actually buy it instead of steal it. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Just, just for convenience, thing. you know. Well, yeah. Steam sales the same for games, isn't it? Yeah. There's a load of games I've bought on Steam sale that I wouldn't have looked twice at before just because it was cheap twice that after you bought some of yeah. them right they're probably just sitting there going well, one day i'll play it yeah <laughs> maybe yeah I, I like the comparison between a lost sale and a bad review it says there's no such thing as a lost sale is a bad review a lost sale what about a miss uh what about a ship uh what about a missed ship date yeah right. yeah that's yeah i mean i could see that well, they, they, when they go to these courtrooms, they they always say, "Oh, you've downloaded it twenty four times, so we're going to sue you because that's lost sales to us." And mm. it, it rarely is. A lot of uh, they did they did have a thing again. We talked about this a while back that people that download music are thirty percent more likely to buy records. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you use it as a sort of library service. You mm. you test out stuff that you wouldn't go well, out and spend. And $20. music sales are up. I mean, there's just it, there's no arguing it. it. You can't say it's killing the industry; it's helping it. No, the music industry is some of the biggest companies in the world. What yeah. I don't understand is like a lot of these. Well, most most popular songs are then put on YouTube by the artist. But like I said earlier, Vivo is probably the one making the money off of that. But isn't 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 that the same thing as now a lost sale? Like, because if that person couldn't go to YouTube and listen to the song, would they have went out and bought the the album instead? So are the artists are the artists themselves? Shoot themselves in the foot well, by putting on. it on YouTube, or you know, how does that work? Well, th- those of us that are that are really old remember these, you know, piracy stealing, you know, right back to the early computer games when we used to go and copy them on floppy disks and tapes and hand them around at school. It hasn't really killed the industry yet, has it? Yeah, no. I think with music too. Back in the day, when you used to just record stuff off the radio, mm. and it's, the the internet's like this generation's 
tape recorder. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you just you just want to listen to something. You don't want to. You don't have. Maybe you don't have the money to go out and buy this music. Uh, just the fact that you download doesn't mean that you would have bought it otherwise. I mean, when I was in high school, I bought more like you know Maxell and TDK blank cassettes and make <laughs> give to friends and listen to over the actual albums themselves. Like, why was that a market if it's not okay to do that? Well, yeah. because they recognized there was some function of passing this around, and well, well, maybe they'll buy the full crappy album to get that one song that they heard off their mixtape, thinking there's some some other good stuff on there. And so they kind of shot themselves in the foot with that whole mentality of oh. An album with one good song and it can have ten crappy songs with mm-hmm. it will sell, and they have to buy it. Do you remember the old Levi's adverts where they'd always put a really iconic song on it? You think, "Wow, that sounds amazing!" And you go and buy the album, and it's like the only track that sounds anything like that, and it's only <laughs> ten seconds of it anyway. <laughs> well, and it was it was kind of weird because as as teenagers, you know, you don't have enough money to buy all the music that you want, oh, and right, so yeah, you do is you would you would talk to your friends and you'd be like, hey, I'll, I'll buy this album, I'll make you a copy. You get that album, I'll make me a copy. Mm-hmm. And But that sharing created popularity. And that stuff really, it's, it's just an organic process. And it's always been around. Yeah. You know, people lent their albums to other people. And for the most part, the bands didn't care for sure because they made their money in concerts, the right. tickets and sales and, and merch. And all the album sales went to the record companies until you got these huge artists that could actually go back and buy their content, like Metallica. Go yeah. figure they were so upset, right? Because they were basically <laughs> the record company at that point. Right. Uh, Dave Matthews Band, they were upset because they were so big before they got to a record company deal that they got all this merch and stuff included plus rights to their music. So they were upset. And Dave Matthews Band, like, you wouldn't think they would be upset. Yeah. You know, there seemed to be more like a fish or something where people go and record their, you know, they're happy to have you record in their albums. But, you know, it's because of that mentality of, hey, we're the the kingpin, you know, we're the big bosses now with, with all the money. So, yeah. I don't know. I say screw them. They all screw themselves. But you know, my <laughs> wife, my, my wife sings, and and she made a CD right before I knocked her up and crushed all her dreams. <laughs> um, and she, you know, was trying to build a career for a long time. And, um, you know, for somebody in that low tier, you know, stuff getting stolen is kind of a mixed blessing. And then I think there's like this graph that you can go through where, like, at the beginning, getting it stolen is a benefit, and then you get to a certain point, and it and it starts to hurt you financially, and then you get to a certain point of popularity where it doesn't really matter. You're just being a dick because you're pissed. Um, but like, um, she was an ASCAP member, you know. And basic, I don't know if you know what ASCAP does, but it goes around to bars and restaurants and all that stuff, and it says, "Hey, do you play music here?" <laughs> and they measure how big your restaurant is and how many people can listen to it, and then they charge you a monthly fee. If you play canned music, if you have live music, and that money goes to artists and they divvy it out based on the popularity of the music from all the ASCAP artists. Does it actually go to the artists, though, not the record Some of it does. If they're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how public libraries uh, are able to rent out CDs and stuff? No, that's legitimate. It's one copy of something. Why doesn't RIA come down on them? They've got special dispensations. Yeah. Who goes to libraries still? <laughs> That's a library. There's, there's oh, the internet, to, right? Like 15 years ago, I used to do that. But I don't know yeah. if they still do that. <laughs> but, but like another thing is that, that I don't know if you, ever, if you remember this, but back in the day, you used to be able to buy audio CDs that you could buy and data CDs. Mm. They were exactly the same. 
But the audio CDs had a little bit of extra cost built into them that went to ASCAP and all and BMI and all these companies because supposedly if you were copying music onto CDs, you had to pay the artists. Mm. And so there was a surcharge in with that, which baffles me. I mean, that just amazes me. <laughs> so, yeah. so you had to buy the if you wanted them for cheaper, you just bought the data ones. And if you were stupid, if you were stupid, you thought you were getting lower quality audio d- CDs to burn. Huh. I never knew that was the difference. Ah. Yep. Um, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails has been quoted several times saying things like, um, for his uh, CDs, you know, when he's found out how much they're costing, steal it, steal it, steal it some more, give it to your friends, keep on stealing because I'm worth nearly 50 million and I really don't care anymore. Right. And he's he's also said about um, record labels, if I remember rightly, oh, you you give me the money to record it, you then take 90% of my sales and I have to pay you back with interest the money you loaned me. That sounds like a fantastic deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's. I mean, you see a lot of that with like um, Notch. Notch is like, hey, steal my game. I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. I got, I got a money hat. You yeah. know, I pull a, pull. A- well, he's been that way since the beginning, <laughs> though. Even before his money hat. I yeah. think that's like what makes Minecraft so big is because people were actually able to test it out and put it up on YouTube without him. I got to admit, down that's what I did. I, I downloaded it first because I'm like, what is this game? And as soon as I started playing it, I realized that, yeah, I should give this guy my money. And I did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always going to be that small group that will just take, take, take. But most of the people are, are trying, and if they like it, they will buy it. I kind of wish I had pirated aliens calling Marines. <laughs> <laughs> that's why these games need to have demos. I mean, that's the same thing. With it like- had a demo. The fucking demo was made by a separate group of developers, and it's a different game completely. The demo is actually quite good. That's, that's <laughs> Dude, you just got freaking robbed then. That sucks. Yeah, yeah it's it's sad. It's sad. <laughs> well, but then you know, I, I interview a lot of like small indie game developers on my core elements show. And you know, you talk to them about piracy and, and they want to be supportive of, you know, game sharing and all that, but they're like this I, I, this is how I make my money. I, I don't want you to steal my game. I want you to pay me for it. Maybe they start putting in like a, a thirty minute timer, and at that timer, it popped up. So, do you want to do you want to actually buy the game, or do you want us to put the money back on your credit card? Yeah. Oh, like shareware, like nag screen. Yeah, no, it just pops up, and that one time you have the choice: was it good enough? Do I actually want to buy? That would the be game? awesome. Like you pay, you, pay, you you buy the game, and then thirty minutes in, you get the choice to actually keep the game or uninstall. And get your money back. Is that what you're saying? Kind, yeah. It was kind of what what Notch was doing with the with the weekly updates, wasn't it? It was, you know, if you if you buy the game, you get the updates. If you pirate it, then you have to wait for people to crack it again, and then. Wasn't yeah, the online they, version like limited too? You can only play for a certain amount of time. And no, then the would... online version was like you can only go to creative in that. I think. Oh, okay. I remember there was some limitation. So I remember going onto like random servers and just writing vulgar words with the blocks back then. <laughs> 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 I was like, "This game's awesome. I'm gonna buy it now." Exactly. So, any Star Wars Star Wars fans among us? <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> long and prosperous. Yeah, you missed the you missed the Star Wars segue I provided I, earlier. I know, I know. You, you just offered it out there. I didn't take it. <laughs> um, but the is this official yet? Because I I heard it's a rumor, but apparently Harrison Ford's been confirmed to be playing Han Solo in Star Wars Episode Wait, Seven. Wait, do you mean confirmed or rumored? Well, apparently it's, it's been confirmed. It's, I'm saying I've, I've only heard, heard it, it as a confirmed. rumor. Okay. <laughs> I've heard well, why is that a big deal? He's old in the next movie. Yeah, he's like 112. Yeah, at least. 
He's like got a notoriously bad attitude, I think, anyway, hasn't he? Um, and I don't think he really liked the role from what I remember reading. Is it he was young. It was one like of his early set, roles. Like a, a set designer or something, and then they, they needed someone, or is that just he was a carpenter? He was a carpenter, wasn't he? That's what I've heard. Yeah. He got picked for the role, but he wasn't a carpenter on the set, I don't believe. He, no. he basically was a carpenter and got picked out by, the, by George Lucas or something like that uh, because he seemed to fit the role. But I, I have no problem. I mean, he's awesome. I mean, he, and he's matured a lot. I know he didn't care for the role much when he was younger, but that's because he was trying to build his career. Now his career is behind him, (laughs) (laughs) and and he's happy with retirement funds. Yeah, you know. I mean, good lord. Clearly, if this movie takes place in chronological order, and he is old, and he's playing the old Han Solo, then what's to complain about, right? It fits in, and now we get some nostalgia because we see some old people coming back. But what about the uh, Yoda and the Boba Fett spinoffs? <laughs> no, really. No, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're talking about doing some independent movies, like, of like cartoons? focus on characters. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah, they want to catch you. Are they cartoons, <laughs> or are they actual? No, no, no. It'll be movie movies. Yeah, these are excellent. But they're talking about doing character-focused films, like a Yoda movie and a right. Boba Fett movie. Of course. And I see. I, I never like like with X Men, like the Wolverine movie. I didn't. I didn't like it as much. I want my whole my whole X Men. What's the collection of it? <laughs> yeah, I like them all. Well, I think you can. I think you can do it. I mean, I think you just have to do it right. I mean, all the the Marvel characters that led up to avengers i mean it it had it had an overarching structure and that's the way that like the the star wars books are handled now Mm. like the post um you know the post jedi books all are contracted under a single like um what's the word i'm a publisher focus like they basically say okay we're gonna make and even if you write a star wars book within the era after jedi they put your book in a timeline. They say which characters you can use. You know what I mean? They, they kind uh-huh. of focus it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a wise way to handle franchises like this. And I think you could do a good Boba Fett movie. I don't think J.J. Abrams is going to make it. Right. But I, I think... Can we get MC Chris to do the soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Do you have to have tight control on... on- you know, worlds like that because they've, they've obviously he spent a lot of time building up the characters and the timelines and the lore and all that, and you can't have something out of place in there because you get a hundred thousand nerds on the internet arguing, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have all these different people uh, directing these movies, though, I don't know. I kind of worry that you're going to have like one one will be darker than the other, or so. You know what I mean? Kind of like uh, Harry Potter. I felt like when they used different directors for <laughs> for uh, I, I think it was four and five. I don't know. I, I could tell the difference, or maybe it was just me. Well, I would have been okay with that in different movies. You know, if you've got a Boba Fett movie, it's certainly going to be darker than the Anakin Skywalker Pod Racers. Right. Series. Okay. You know? And I'm okay with that, as long as you know your complaint. I think is legitimate. Also, though, you take the same characters, the same scenery, and you change it from film to film. That feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like almost the uh, the digital versions of uh, Lord of the Rings, right? The like the first and the last one were the same art- cartoonist, and then the middle one was a different one. It was a completely different, yeah, like method. And like you watch them, and you try to watch them in order, and it's like this is really weird. Yeah, or yeah. the Hobbit. It was the Hobbit. I well, guess. Well, yeah, they had uh, the Hobbit and the Return of the King were done by by uh, the same Rankin Bass. Oh, and then that is some name. <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> Rankin no, Bass. Rankin and Bass did, um, and, and then Hanna Barbera did the middle. Oh, it's two different people. 
No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Rankin and Bass were working under Hanna Barbera. No joke. They're the ones who did Frosty the Snowman and and uh, and all those. Happy birthday! Yes, <laughs> but then Happy Ralph Bakshi, who did like all kinds of adult, weird, nasty shit, did the uh, Fellowship of the the first Lord of the Rings movie. Like and they were gonna Ger- make a German art films or something. Well, well, no, like the the ring race were rotoscoped in, and it was creepy and weird and creepy. wrong. Uh, yeah. And so anyway, if they want to break new ground, they would have a new director every scene, right? <laughs> <laughs> scene director, awesome. new artists, <laughs> like John Woo. Steps, uh, does everyone it. drops acid as they walk into the st- to the set. <laughs> like Oliver Stone does one. <laughs> right. I hope Michael Bay gets included. Boba Fett on the hill. <laughs> oh. so little, from, little, uh, um, sorry, before you go on, uh, a mate of mine used to work at, uh, at the studios uh, when they were doing episode one, and he was a model maker, and he had Yoda in in the workshop. And he said he came in one day and someone had stolen all of his teeth. What? Cool story, go. bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that one in. All right. <laughs> somebody out there has got Yoda's teeth. <laughs> I, I'm actually excited about the new Star Wars movies. I think that that Disney showed they could do good stuff with Marvel, yeah. with the Avengers, and like the next. I don't know if you've paid attention to what's coming up in the next group of like Marvel movies leading up to the next Avengers movie, but there's some weird crap in there. Really? They're putting in uh, what is it? The Defenders of the Galaxy, which is like Rocket Raccoon and a bunch of like crazy, stupid, ridiculous characters. Really? What? That's weird. Well, maybe Star Wars will do something like get Ben Affleck and uh, help them like take down a big meteor going for the Death Star. <laughs> no, no. Well, well, that's, I think speaking, the Star speaking Wars will be good. <laughs> <laughs> was, you're welcome. The Star Wars will be good if they uh, if oh, they don't. Not bad. You're ruining the segue. No, no. I know, but. <laughs> so a meteor hit Russia. I had more to say, Brent. You fed them that segue too quickly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was crazy. Like when I saw that on the news, it looked like a movie, really. Yeah, yeah. It was it was insane. The bright white light it provided as it's like <laughs> racing down was just was just nuts. And a thousand people, apparently at least at least a thousand now, have been injured by it. Are like, more people getting injured by it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they might be, man. Yeah, they started off saying it was like 400 people, and now the toll is like a thousand people. Yeah, but yeah. it's like all minor injuries, like a couple of glass. It doesn't matter. Hats. Ah, nah, it's it's okay. It's it was a 10 ton lump of rock hitting at 30,000 miles an hour. You'd expect a little more damage than it actually didn't. Yeah, are you, are you underwhelmed? Well, yeah, yeah I think yeah, it's it's surprising the the lack of deaths. To be honest, one woman had a heart attack. But I guess that was just because she was afraid, yeah, or something. I guess it looked like a missile strike, didn't it? Really? Yeah, it was. Well, see, I'd read that a member of the Russian parliament said that is it their parliament? Anyways, was was convinced that it was America testing uh, testing weapons. (laughs) So, well, that's what I'm wondering. Like with with the culture there, like maybe they're like those Americans. They lied to us about the big meteor. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming straight for us. We should have sent Ben Affleck up. (laughs) <laughs> why would why would they instantly assume America and not North Korea these days? Well, know? that's true. Yeah, because we're the bad guys for everybody. Always. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was kind of kind of wacky because I don't know if you paid attention, but a lot of conspiracy theorists were jumping on it. Yeah, of course. They're yeah. like, 
they're like, we knew that the one meteor was coming and they didn't tell, they, they wouldn't tell us if we were going to be hit by this. They weren't going to tell us anything. And then NASA's like, no, that one came at a 90 degree angle from the other one. This wasn't yeah. related at all. Well, that's okay to have uh, conspiracists out there. I think that's healthy not to just accept what the media tells you. But but it's there's a healthy amount of that. But I work with <laughs> yeah. <laughs> healthy every top. day he comes in with something new, and it's like the crazy. I love the guy, but well, every day yeah. there's like I, I tell him I'm, I'm like you have meetings in a bunker under your house, don't you? <laughs> you Was he worried about the Mayan calendar? Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I know where to go if if, if the shit hits the fan. I'm coming to your house because you have the guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds like my cousin. <laughs> well, it, it was kind of strange though. Like I, with with the like conspiracy theory stuff, you know, when you like the rock that hit in Russia has been estimated. Wow! <laughs> oh, did a meteor just land? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's me, cat. Uh. <laughs> Oddly enough, named a meteor. <laughs> <laughs> but but the rock was between two and fifteen meters. Okay, mm -hmm. there's they don't know exactly how big it was, but it was between two and fifteen meters. The other one that that came within the edge of our satellites, like it came in between the orbit of our geocentric satellites, was fifty meters wide. Mm -hmm. And if that one had hit, it would have been about as bad as the 1970s Russian hit that knocked all those trees flat. You seen the pictures yeah. in Russia from the big meteor hit? Yeah. If you, if you look real closely, though, you can see a little guy riding it with a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they found a baby in a red cape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what disturbs me about that that larger meteor, like uh, all the experts were saying that we noticed it way too late in its um, in its trajectory to the Earth. If it was to hit, we really would not have been able to do anything about it. What would we do? What what what? I mean, what is the plan? Do we have a plan? I don't believe. I don't we think a there's a plan. I think I the plan like, is just. I used to think absurd. we had missiles on the Pentagon, but then I saw a plane hit it, and I realized that <laughs> I'm living in a dream world. <laughs> I don't know if there is a plan. Man. I don't think. I don't think technology is uh, at the point yet where we can we can see these things coming years in advance. Well, that's the thing. We always talk about how NASA's always like, no, 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 we got it, man. We know what's going on up there. But and then you see like, a meteor hit the planet, and you're like, no, no one knows. Right? Well, well I mean, theoretically, you only need to push it a couple of degrees. I actually heard about this meteor about a year ago, I think. Um, Neil I deGrasse thought they didn't see it until like a month ago. Like, I thought no. they had no... No, it's been around for a while. Um, I, I think that's a different one. Because I think they specifically said they hadn't seen this one. Neil deGrasse Tyson month. said about a year ago, there's a meteor out there and it might hit Earth. Well, he's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's just a general... <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> yeah. about a specific one. He said it's going to come really, really close to Earth. He goes, it, it, and there is a chance it can hit us, and we're doing the calculations, and we're trying to find it out. And then about a month later, he said, no, we've done the calculations. It's not going to hit us. I think these are two separate cases. I don't think so. I think they well, are. Even, even if they're the same, like, really is, surprised. Did he say that there's anything we can even do about it? I remember Neil deGrasse Tyson talking one time, now you bring him up, about using gravity to pull a meteor away. Like an, an object larger than the meteor, beside the meteor, technically the meteor should go towards that object. Yeah. How and if, we you get about it, if you knew about it long enough in advance, it wouldn't take much. I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but for a 50-meter object, a, a nuke could take it out. I mean, there's no question about it. It's just a matter of delivering the nuke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. We've not got a lot of ways of getting into space anymore, have we? <laughs> North Korea yep. is working on it. Don't worry. 
<laughs> Virgin yeah. Mobile, I think, has uh, yeah way to get us up there. Richard uh, Branson, isn't that the guy? <laughs> you know, Virgin's not a bad segue into the next topic either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so Iceland is planning on, on banning internet porn. Um, that, that's a sad day for Icelanders. It is, because hmm. they like did such a good job, like standing up to bankers and doing other stuff and like you know, like being the the hey internet pirates, come hang out here. Your free speech is welcome here. Just don't no porn. freaking close. <laughs> I, I'm gonna take a different stance here though, because I, I do like the freedom, you know, being able to look at porn if I want to. But if I'd never seen porn like in all of my life, like ever, like and then getting married and you know making love to my wife for the first time, it probably would be a little more magical. Like boobies, seen <laughs> <laughs> boobies. But you know, after all the porn, it's like um, where's the horses? Get some more mechanical stuff in where's here. The horses? <laughs> mechanical bulls, some. Spins. Maybe little satellites in the room. The bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so the article also says uh, this move is not anti-sex; it's anti-violence because young children are seeing porn and acting it out. I'm sick of the children argument all Wait, the time. Wait, why is it violent though? What? What were the kids acting out? What kind it's of porn? The they have in They're watching the wrong kind of porn. Yeah. <laughs> they they get violent up there. Do they know what porn is then? <laughs> you guys have got kids, then, haven't you? Yeah, they're just watching like an yeah. MMA. I mean, do, do you just let them run willy nilly across the internet, or do you actually have some sort of <laughs> no, wrong but phrase, perhaps? My son will come to like do something on my computer, and he'll close down one of the windows, and there'll be a live Jasmine ad, like full page. <laughs> uh, the pop unders, <laughs> yeah, the pop unders. <laughs> That's weird. Mine just sees Zeus call all the time. I don't know what's going on. I, I'll be honest with you. I thought that. I would always be like, oh, I'm going to have like net nanny or something like watching. But after like having kids and like just being on the Internet all the time, it's like I don't like I'm more worried about them seeing some of the stuff I have put on on the Internet than porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they cross. <laughs> right. There's some overlap there. <laughs> but uh, they do say they, they've um Printed pornography has been banned in Iceland for a long time. So, really, has it? Yeah. And they also said they've they've banned they ban strip clubs, saying they violate the rights of women who work in them. Surely, banning them is violating the rights of women who want to work. In them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Sure. You know, every time I've seen pictures of women from Iceland, they're normally pretty attractive. Maybe they just don't need porn there. Uh, you, they've 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 evolved above it. Yeah, it's the <laughs> next phase of human evolution. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> with no porn uh but there is some irony there you know this country that welcomes in all these people who you know torrent stuff and at the same time it's like but don't torrent that right yeah. yeah that's i just don't know how you police the internet i don't think and, and i think the people that try to police the internet are so old they don't even the internet didn't exist when they were born and so they're trying to understand this technology they're going to try to police and they're they're not they're not equipped to do it in the first place and especially something like that, it's like, dude, you are just making kids smarter by taking that away because they're going to find a way to get to it. Right. It's making it happen faster. Education by the back door. Again, no pun intended. Why don't it just be like, a, like a simple proxy to go to these porn sites? Well, yeah, it's just kind of like the Pirate Bay. You yeah, know, it's, it's banned where, where Badge lives, but I'm sure he can get there just fine. There's a oh, way, yeah, there's yeah. A they, way. They, ban the, they ban the actual... You know, site itself, but then you know you can get around it. You can change your 
change your, your headers, you can do all sorts of stuff. Well, maybe some kind of reverse thing, too, where, like, I, I know I've heard rumors of some law that we're maybe doing in America where, like, more uh, strikes on, like, if you're downloading stuff. So they could be doing something where at, at that level where it's, like, we're not banning it isn't cutting it off. But if you start seeing it, all the companies that are giving you the Internet are going to let us know. And mm-hmm. then we'll fine you that way or something. They were They were planning on doing an opt-in system for the uk where you had to write to your isp and said yes i would like to receive porn (laughs) (laughs) otherwise it would be blanket banned well i i think that there's something to be said for having a porn like extension like the dot xxx extension instead of dot com it's dot xxx and that way basically you can set up rational filters that will keep um keep children from finding that stuff but let everybody who you know really wants it and maybe even needs it when their wife is I think well there's a dot xxx that that is a thing but yeah. there I, was a move to have it like take over yeah. everything yeah so you yeah. if you're doing a porn site you must be on this right the problem yeah, I saw with that when they first announced it is I was thinking about these companies that have a trademark or a name they're all fighting for the this name whenever .xxx goes live or whatever. I wondered. I always wondered how that worked out. Usually, what they do is they do what's it called a sunrise period, where if you own a company name, you get to be able to buy TLDs before it goes on general public sale. Oh, I see. Yeah, workers .xxx baby. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! Can you imagine what would be on that? <laughs> By the way, a little bit of a flashback here. News articles from March 6, thousand twelve. Midside asteroid won't hit Earth in two thousand thirteen. NASA says DA-14, which was the asteroid I was talking about. was DA-14? Yep, that was the big one that came within the range of satellites. So, there you have it. I was right. Eat it. Suck Suck it. it. He was right. (laughs) So, that guy wrote that article? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he wrote it. Just now. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) This is on Space.com and Huffington Post and Above Top Secret and Daily Mail. But did the guy in the the article write that? Neil deGrasse Tyson? (laughs) Maybe he's just going to say that. Who cares? <laughs> Chivalry. Yeah, Chivalry's yeah. lead developer. <laughs> um, is, uh, well, he, he, he's come out with PC Gamer and he's explained why he prioritized free content over paid DLC. And I think we all appreciate that. I hate Woo. those nickel and dime DLCs that just empty your wallet and they're useless and you get hats. hats. <laughs> did you guys ever get into uh, Chivalry? Hats. We did. We yeah. did. We 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 actually mainly played one night, but we played for about eight hours, <laughs> and and we had a ball, and we want to do it again, but like we just have had to prioritize. Like yeah, you know, we need to do it again as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to we need to do some sort of tournament, and there's there's seven of us here already, so maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, I hear a gauntlet being thrown. I, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he, the team. But he does mention a, a, a good point. In, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> he mentions a good point in this that you know if you if you start charging for different DLCs, then some people aren't going to buy some of the things, so you end up alienating a group who yeah. can't play. Whereas if you give it for free, then mm-hmm. and it wasn't like a small DLC. It's thirteen new maps, uh, a bunch of different weapons, uh, a different mode. I think it was. I think they added King. Oh, no, no, capture the flag. I think. Arena um, mode, it says, but that, it doesn't explain what that is. No, I'm pretty sure it was Capture the Flag. But yeah, they, they added a bunch. This isn't like some some tiny DLC that was, you know, 
just created over overnight. This was something they worked on for a long time. Thirteen new maps. That I think they only have like five total maps. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they did before. You know, Tor Banner has has impressed me since they first contacted Beef and asked if you know if we would play the game and gave us a bunch of copies of the game and everything. They did it right. Where a lot of companies, you know, they're too the lot of companies are too greedy, and this is another example of why these guys aren't greedy. They yeah, we were very skeptical at the start, weren't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. we thought it was a little company. It's going to be a crappy game. Yeah, I gave it a chance. It was a blast. <laughs> Yeah, they have some paid DLC coming out later too. Yeah, so but it's kind like of expansion and paid. It's not just yeah, like that's a not, couple updates. You can't blame them for for doing that, but they they prioritize the free stuff over the paid stuff, which is um. And wasn't the game only fifteen dollars to begin with, anyways? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Cheap. yeah. It's, it's a good game. I mean, it only has multiplayer mode, obviously, but still, I think but, it's it's definitely worth its money. Well, I think that they they have a lot of opportunity also because they basically put forward a good combat mechanic. And with a good combat mechanic, you can branch off into... I mean, can you imagine an RPG now? Right. Mm-hmm. Let's, we, we now know how to do the fighting. Mm-hmm. Let's have a dungeon adventure. Yeah, that would be really cool. You yeah. know? If, if you can make the fighting fun, you can make the game fun. And, and so I think these guys have a really good opportunity to change the action RPG from isometric to first person. Oh, can you imagine? That would be great. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to put out a map uh, like a map making app. Mm. Oh. oh yeah, that'd be nice too. Mm. Oh, get on it, Torn Banner. We gave you lots of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> RPG map maker. <laughs> so uh, before we move on to questions, um, questions, we should probably announce. Well, I'm sure people know Pax East is coming at the end of March, but uh, you guys are all going to be there. We are, unless mm. I have a baby. Oh, are you, are you the baby takes it? priority. Oh, my, my, special yeah, my, baby. My wife is very pregnant. <laughs> Extremely uh, pregnant. And she is due on March 20th. However, oh, that's plenty of time. You can name him <laughs> Pax. <laughs> you didn't check your calendar, did you? But but now my my daughter, our last child, was born a month early, and my wife was having preterm labor like, you know, months ago. So we're predicting another early kid. Um, and we're prob- making her jog around the block every yeah, night. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, but uh, but unless the, I might not be able to go if my wife has a baby, which will I mean. It well, will now be- if she hasn't had the baby, are you not still just as concerned about leaving because she could have the baby at any moment? Right. Well, that's just it. If, if I'm, I'm gonna have it early, so you're, you're ex- not going. Just be honest. <laughs> we're expecting the baby within the next week. To be honest, we we had to go in for a tributylene shot last week and all that kind of stuff, and so we're expecting the baby like within the next week. If that happens, I'll be at PAX. There won't be a problem. Yay! So, and I don't have to find someone to get a plane ticket to or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. Are, are, you, are you guys driving? We're gonna fly. We actually we did a uh, a whole kind of chip in drive uh, with our with our podcast show, and uh, we had some people uh, chip in enough that we're gonna be able to fly and actually eat. Oh, wow. <laughs> was your ticket ridiculously cheap? I think I told you guys my I, I, I'm flying first class because it was it was the cheapest ticket I've ever seen in my life. It was 120 120 or 141 for first class both ways. What? Yeah, no, non first class was like 80, so it was like what's well, only like you know just a little bit more. So wow. yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're planning a chip in thing with with Hawaii, aren't we? So. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have Minecraft Con in Hawaii. Send us all to Hawaii. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were very surprised. We, you know, we've we've generally not done a whole lot of crowdsourced stuff on funding. You know, we try not to petition people to give us money. You know, right. um, 
but uh, but we had two people in, in our community. Like one said, "I really like these guys. I want them to do well. If you'll get half the chip in, I'll give the other half." Oh wow! Yeah. And we ended up doing two rounds of chip ins, and he did that for both of them. Yes. <laughs> Oh, so well, and and you guys are paying for Astragali to go too, right? Through that, yeah, that's well? what the second yeah. chip in was. Yeah. Well, and uh, we actually uh, talked with we, we're kind of have two sides of the houses here at Dead Workers. We have kind of the the YouTube and, and gaming side, and then we also have a corporate film side. And the corporate film side, we got talking with them. They're like, "Oh no, no, this is good." And so they actually chipped in to help us get Astragali there. Oh, okay. You know, not, while we're talking about chipping, we should talk about the fact that it's going away. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, the the company that owned Chippin sold to another company, and they're shutting it down. Uh, March seventh is the last day for Chippin, which is just brain blending. So dumb. Yeah. Why buy the company? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the, the company th- that bought it is like a stock auto. photo company. It doesn't even make sense why they bought it. And then apparently it's been on like autopilot for the last year. Anyways, the guys that developed Chippin originally haven't been really supporting it for the last year. They've just been letting it run itself. So yeah. if you bought a company that's already running itself, why would you – I don't – it just doesn't make sense. Well, and there wasn't really any money-making model for Chip-In. I mean they didn't take a piece. They didn't have ads on anything. Right. They just were a pass-through to a PayPal account. And so it was really odd to me that that they were there. I mean I know there's a lot of businesses that have similar things and just you know want to sell eventually. And well, they Twitter, yeah. Twitter had that problem for a long time, didn't they? They, they, they couldn't monetize it. Yeah. But isn't Chipin just really a, a website widget? Yeah. And yeah, PayPal is. is actual. I mean, can't you just whip that up in HTML5 or JavaScript or something? Yeah, you could make a you could make that pretty pretty simply. I was telling Kurt that too that cuz cuz you know he does the Farlands or bust where he uses Chipin and he was he's worried about what he's going to do now. But something would be, wouldn't be too hard to make something that, you know, that ties in with PayPal pretty easy. Well, and there's there's a ton of services just like Chipin out there. Like someone was uh Chris was using one. So if you're looking for another one, he's, he's already using one. But I think there's, there's a bunch of kind of similar uh, help me get there kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, so your panel at PAX, is, that, uh, is it just uh, the, uh, the podcast? It's, uh, it's um, basically about Minecraft and um, uh, kind of the ages of Minecraft from the beginning to now and what's, what's the future of it. Uh, kind of what we've seen through the show along that route. Through the lens of the shaft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'd love to get you guys up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know I'll go for sure. Paul's is, he's a really shy guy. <laughs> Shut up. It's going to be on. Until uh, <laughs> you get him on stage. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Oh. Took me a second to realize what you were talking about. Is this uh, a hypnotist? year ago. No, sh- oh. sh- we don't yeah. talk about yeah. the most popular play on con video on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Frederick. Oh wait, no. Are you okay with that? Like when someone searches for play on con, are you okay with that being the thing that represents? <laughs> hey, I just people are searching for it and they find that. I'm like, yeah, because because my wife's going this year and she told some people at, at, where she works about it and so they searched for it and that's what they found. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "What? You know that that that's all the information they had was that video." Yeah. Play on pause. <laughs> well, and and that's just it. I mean, you know, it, it, yes, of course, we would like for the whole family friendly angle to get out there. <laughs> 
Um, but at the same time, like all publicity is good publicity on certain levels, you know, and like you guys having a good time and talking about it and, you know, the people who like you seeing your videos, having a good time, like that's the best publicity there is, you know, even if, you know, there is, you know, Morgan's boobs in it. <laughs> so, you know, so is that um, hypnotist going to be there again? Absolutely. Oh my god, I, I got to try and get up on there again. I want to see if I see. I wanted to, but now I know my wife's going. I'm only, sca- I'm almost scared that he'll actually hypnotize me, and I'll say the wrong thing. So I'm- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure Wes wouldn't talk to him beforehand and, and be sure that. that oh happened. yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, and no, and and he's coming back. Uh, he's and then I've got a couple of uh, steampunk musical guests coming. Um, uh, the the extraordinary contraptions. Are going to be coming hopefully. Was that and, the guy and, that were in like the lobby last year? Um, are you talking about shy guy? No, they uh, they they didn't always have a lot of clothes on. They had um, um, classical instruments. Oh no no that was uh, that was uh, voxel uh, voxel garden. Um, and yes, they'll, they'll be back. Those guys um, are good. Yeah, they're really awesome. And then uh, I'm getting I'm trying to get shy guy back, Professor Shy Guy that did the dubstep still alive uh, cup yeah. thing. He was good. And uh, and then also we're gonna have a Kickstarter as soon as I can get my shit together <laughs> um, to like up the ante. You know we're having it at a convention center slash summer camp, and there's a lot of stuff that we can do like canoeing and archery and rock climbing and all kinds of stuff. But we just gotta have the people there to run it, and so we're gonna have a Kickstarter for that. And then also we need to get a shuttle running back and forth. Parking's gonna be an issue this year. And we want to have a shuttle that'll go to the airports and go to the backup hotel so that everybody isn't just coming in individually on Moss trying to park their car on the premises because there's just not going to be parking for it. Mm. Um, it's just not going to be there. But the grounds themselves are awesome. And then also we want to up the ante on the, you know, because we lost our ass last year. We, we, we had grown for, for four years, like doubled our size. And if we had just stayed the same size last year, we would have been fine. But we we shrank a little bit. And that little bit was really reflected in the hotel room nights that got rented at the hotel. Which is, I don't know if anybody who goes to conventions knows this, but all that space you're sitting in to like hang out and watch these people talk, that is usually paid for by the fact that they have promised that people will stay in the hotel. And if not enough people stay in the hotel, then they then the people who run the convention have to buy those hotel rooms that are paying for the meeting space. Mm. And so we ended up buying, I think, 200 hotel rooms mm. last time, wow. 200 room nights. Well, and a lot of people went up staying next door, didn't they? And kind of messed up stuff, right? Yeah. But, I mean, that's okay. I mean, I, I bargain shopped at cons, too. I, I can't, <laughs> you know, I can't. And we've put eight people in a room and done, you know, I mean, we've right. done. But at the same time, like, it just hit us. Last year was the wrong year. And so this time, y'all found a place that there's absolutely no hotels. <laughs> You're like, screw that. Well, hotel shit. rooms are sold out there now, aren't they? Are they not? When I last looked at the site, you, I think you're at your own location. You're, we, all the the only thing we have left are the um, – are the, we have some um, – Cabanas? Like, yeah, they're like – basically, it's 13 beds in one room. It's like a barracks. Um uh, we have some. They're not. They're not. They're cottages. That's it. 
Oh, um, and that's all that's left. And then we're going to work on getting a backup hotel nearby, but we'll need some, we'll need a shuttle going back and forth. Um, and we're working on trying to get some people to do that because that's really freaking expensive. See, I thought we should have all just gotten one of those rooms with the 13 beds in it. I mean, we were all hanging out anyway. It's just like, eh. Yeah. Eh. And and they're they're not bad, but the problem is they don't lock. And can you imagine all these people with all these electronics staying in a room that won't lock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. But it's good news that all your hotel rooms have sold out now, right? I mean, does that mean yes. you're you're on you're on target to be profitable? Or we are not lose money <laughs> unless we screw it up really bad. There is no way we can lose money. I mean, it would involve us doing something really drastically stupid for us to lose money this year. Um, but what we're hoping is, you know, we can get a good backup hotel. I mean, we think this property is excellent. First off, we'll own it. There will be no mundanes on the property. The hotel does, does – I mean the, uh, the convention center does not sell alcohol themselves, so they don't mind anybody bringing alcohol and walking around with it. What about selling it? Because I have a way to make some extra money. <laughs> <laughs> so the only, the only real rules we have is we can't compete uh, – like – you know, all you foodies are going to be kind of sad because you're going to have to drive ways to get some food. Yeah, I'm I'm renting a car and driving down there this time actually, so that we have a vehicle. And but there's there's all a, you foodies like you guys that need to eat. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, people that want to eat. <laughs> who are more pick- particular about their uh, food, like like a uh, old old good over there. Well, we could bring stuff and grill and stuff, right? Hey, as long I as mean, it's not Milo's, I'll right? be happy. <laughs> they're, they're, that's just it. And the other thing is, like after 10 p.m. Their their commissary area will be shut down, and at that point in time, we can do whatever. We're thinking about getting a food truck to drive in. Sweet, late at night, so that there'll be a food truck parked out in front making food. Wait, what is a food truck? Like out there by it's Happy a truck King? made oh, of with food, a, with man. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Hulk like the Hulk like a, a big, yeah. like a sixteen wheeler coming with frozen food. But there's a pizza place that'll deliver that's good. Okay. Um, there are some great little. There's a great Mexican restaurant. A great, um, like a couple of really good country food. Like you know where the people who run it, like the owners are there, like making the food. Um, there's a couple of those within driving distance and all kind of stuff. And you're within 30 minutes of Birmingham. I mean, you could go get, can we pay you to like not advertise a few of these places so we keep them to ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> I know for sure. Me and Paul's are going to drive to Birmingham one night and go back to flip burger. Cause oh, that place, that was, place amazing. was amazing. I want to try that out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to try that. Too. Yeah. You guys show come with us. We'll make a night of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll drive you into we'll, town for a fee. Yeah. Hopefully it'll make it. So I'm sorry to take over the show with all this play on con. We're we're excited. I think it's going to be a good year, but we're we're we are going to be having a Kickstarter soon to try to fund some of the extra stuff and any promotion that we can get at all with that would be awesome. And if people so, want to yeah. find out more about play on con, playoncon.com. Yep. Hmm. Good stuff. Right. That was a horrible segue. <laughs> <laughs> to the That's web question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do some questions then. Brady says <laughs> I have been hearing a rumor Paul's and his girlfriend are getting married. Is this true? No. Nope. And if so, will the Minecraft guys be invited to the wedding? Pause. No, it's not true. And we're you not just, invited. You just, you, just, you just got engaged for fun. Yeah, I, I went to like one of those little $25 vending machines. I bought my girlfriend a ring and said I'm getting married. $25 vending machines? No, dang. You must love her. 25 cents, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> no, it's true. But you guys aren't invited. <laughs> Screw you all! Did you guys not invited? No. Did you guys make? Did you guys we make go plans anyway. yet? Did you no. set a date? No, not yet. We, we got we got too much stuff to figure out right now because like, like we what? just moved what? to BC and we're trying to move into a house. And, and then, it, you know, if you get married, 
you have to share your stupid credit and yeah there's some bad stupid credit among credit. amongst one of us so we don't, i don't want that bad credit Man, credit is so much better now that i'm married <laughs> so i was also wondering who hosts the minecraft servers and would you recommend those server providers for doing business with uh, it's hosted by easy.net, but uh, they don't actually host like Minecraft servers. So if you're looking for someone to do the work for you, no, I wouldn't recommend them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they're good and all. I've been using them for 10 years now, but um, not for Minecraft. It was always, you know, other stuff. Porn for Iceland. <laughs> with mcprohosting.com, oh, and you can hey. get... You can we get don't a, get anything from them. Don't even waste that. <laughs> don't even waste that. Seriously, we don't. We don't no, get kickbacks. They'll ho them. host all your Icelandic porn for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, hey, Minecrackers, Keegan here, and I've got a couple of questions. The first question is, what do you think of the asymmetrical value of the likes and dislikes? By this, I mean it seems on a YouTube video it's expected of a viewer to leave a like so long as they didn't completely hate the video they just watched. Because of this value of likes are much more diluted than dislikes. Dislikes on a video seem to be tantamount to a formal declaration of hatred of the video and the video producer because if you're not liking something, which seems to be frowned upon in the first place, disliking something is a way of attacking the content producer. I was just wondering what you all think about this phenomenon where likes basically mean I watched the video and dislikes seems to mean I hate you. It's a stupid system. I don't think there I, should be likes or dislikes. No, I think they've got it. I think he's got it the wrong way around, though, because a lot of us, we just get automatic dislikes from a couple of people. That's because well, that's they hate us. Yeah, yeah, he's just saying dislikes is not because they dislike the video. It's just because they dislike the person, really. It's more of a direct attack on the content producer. I think you can easily see this, too, whenever you put up a new video and the video's up three seconds and it's got two dislikes. It's like, yeah. no one the person did not watch this. They just hate me. Yeah. I'd love it if they put it that instead where it was like, if you dislike this, you have to leave a comment. And then if enough people like downvote your comment because it wasn't, you know, making any sense to the yeah. video, then it erases that dislike. Oh, do it like a like Reddit more like that, maybe. Yeah. Like sometimes. ups and downs. There's no way YouTube can handle that. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that all those dislikes I'm giving you guys videos is because I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think that this is a perfectly fine system. It is at, makes no sense. The only time it really has any bearing whatsoever is when you're looking at a new video and you see it only has 50% likes. You know that's shit. Right. Yeah. Or so, you know, like... I don't think it really matters. I don't think it needs to be changed. I don't think anything really needs to happen. No, no, like money comes from your likes and dislikes. Well, no, that's not true because your the search results are directly related to likes and dislikes. So, technically, the more more the more well, really, the more of any either one like or dislike increases your video's view in the search rating, which in turn brings you money. But a lot of people don't realize likes and dislikes are counted the same by YouTube. So, if you right. have a thousand dislikes is the same as a thousand likes. See, so I don't think it matters. I mean, There's if you get somebody ratings. feeling passionate about your video, they'll respond. And that seems like a pretty good way to gauge it. Yeah. Because oh. if I search for Friday, I am not going to not get... That's funny because I was just doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> uh, it has uh, almost a million downs and 232,000 ups. Right, but I'm not going to not get that video because everybody hates it. Right, it's just that many ratings. So it has yeah. 1.1 1 .1 million... And that's re-uploaded because it got taken down at one point. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But how many views does it have? 
This one has 48 million. Yeah, exactly. You see, that's what 2%. People don't like or dislike just as a matter of course while watching it. You've, you know, even if you push people to say, please like the video because it helps me, they still don't. So, really, we should tell them, look, like it or dislike it. Just do one or the other. Yeah, don't just, just hit a button in the middle. Please. Yeah. Well, I see some people say that. They say, um, please give this video a rating, which is right. kind of generic, right? It's just like, push a button. I don't care which one. So do you think a five-star rating would, would be better than a thumbs-up, thumbs-down? It, it Did it used to be stars? Yeah, it used yeah, to be. Yeah. Oh, That's actually the next question. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, nice segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the next question is, as he says, um, what do you think of the like-dislike system as opposed to the traditional star rating system? Which do you prefer and why? And as content creators, would you want the fallen stars to return? I don't think it really matters because it's basically the same thing, right? Yeah. People still yeah. aren't going to click on it. <laughs> but well, yeah, I mean, most people are either it's one star or five star. You know what I mean? There's, uh, and yeah, people are starting to click on it. I, 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 think, think. I think it's cleaner. If, if you look at a big list of videos and you're looking at the ups and downs, it's faster to skim that than it is a whole bunch of stars. I right. think. Yeah, I mean, people are going to say, yeah, I liked that, or yeah, I didn't like that, or... Not bother. Whereas if you, nobody's going to sit there and go, is that worth three, three and a half? Right. Yeah. And where would it stop? It's like they click on it. It's like, no, take this survey about this video. You know, it's like 10 questions. <laughs> That's what eBay's turned into. The only thing yeah. that bugs me is like people will go, hey, no dislikes. And then as soon as that comment. Right. I know. Just don't even talk about it. Like, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> no, now I'm going to encourage it. I didn't realize they counted the same. I thought it was like kind of almost like a Reddit. Like, well, see, the thing is you can't trust eBay. Or not eBay. YouTube to stay. eBay too. But you can't trust YouTube to stay the same or consistent. So I wouldn't go too far with that because tomorrow it might change where dislikes ruin you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, nothing can ruin us at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of already down there. <laughs> I know you stoop so low you're on the Minecraft podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ben G says, uh, Ben G, not Ben G, uh, Dear Minecraft, I was wondering what your views on cyberbullying are. I recently watched a film called Cyberbully, and I couldn't take it very seriously as the characters didn't seem to understand how the internet works. Towards the end, a victim even says that she would never have thought to block the bullies, and when her brother accesses a social network account by guessing her password, she calls it hacking. Anyway, do you think that cyberbullying is, a, is real bullying, or is it just a case of people being not, not being able to handle the internet? Internet and it's trolls. Love the podcast. Don't ever stop. Blah blah. I cannot imagine if I had been in high school because I—I mean, I got you know I was like in the middle, like and mm. and I get threatened, you know, by people. Yeah, and, you got your cool guys and your geeks, and and I couldn't mm. imagine like if I—I I mean, I knew that I could go home and be away from these people, but nowadays kids go home. And then all the school stuff is still there right in front of them right? in their internet stuff. I can't imagine the kind of pressure. So I take cyberbullying very seriously. Mm -hmm. um, I think it is a definite scourge. Um, I think that, yes, it would be great if people could you know, dismiss the trolls as trolls. But at the same time, I think it's stupid because human nature has shown that people are going to certain people are not going to be able to do that as easily as others and it's just as much biochemical as it is social well i mean people you know us we're, we're older we're we're 
you know, asserted ourselves about who we are as people. Whereas when you're a teenager and, and that sort of age, you, you're not so sure about who you are, are you? So it, it, the impact on you is that that much greater. The, the other night, I linked pause to a video. Uh, I some guy was being an asshole in one of my videos, and when I went to block him, I looked at his feed, and he was just teaching. He's a cyber bully. And I, and I watched one of the videos he was commenting on. It's some kid he goes to school with. And the kid had made a video. It's like 18 minutes long where he's basically crying into the camera saying, you know, if you don't like me, don't post on my Facebook. And, all this. and I was telling Paul, I was like, I don't know. It's different, you know, kind of like uh, Wes was just saying. It's different in, in, in now because, you know, whenever I was a kid, I went, you know, if, you're, if you're getting picked on school, you, you can go home. But like just like Wes said, he goes home and then he makes this video and you know it only makes the matter worse but he's just mm -hmm. trying and it's several times during that video i mean it's only got like 100 views or something but several times during the video he says if you want me to change tell me how to change and i'll change but the thing is these people the kids that are already picking on him are just going to pick on him worse from the video he made so it's like he didn't do any good by making the video he just made the matter worse but what's he supposed to do he doesn't know what to do see right. did, did that kid put it on his youtube or did he take that from some kid's facebook and then put it on his youtube to make fun no, no, of that was no, no, because if you look at he was asking Facebook in general. He's saying like, "Hey, if there's something I'm doing wrong, talk to me. I want to change for you guys." Yeah, well, okay, yeah. The kid that put the video on YouTube, he may have linked it on his Facebook afterwards or something. Okay. I, I, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't exactly clear. And and I think a lot of this does actually uh, fall back on the parent parents a little bit because I mean, like you know, I have kids. One's eleven, who's in, in middle school, and. He's a smart kid, you know, top of his class, and he gets picked on because he's 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 he he's an easy target because he is smart and he lets things. He's kind of you know got a big heart and and so we have to constantly watch and talk to him if he's had a bad day, figure out why, make sure it wasn't because. And there's been times where we found out it was because it's a bully, and you know either talked to a teacher or my wife went all hand hand the rocks the cradle on one kid and basically <laughs> said, "Hey, I heard you had a, a cute name for my son. What was that again?" And the kid like ended up apologizing to my son. It's like if you take the right steps without you know getting your your kid's ass beat even more. I I think parents just need to be involved and, and take help and and tell the kids how to deal with it and kind of stop it from happening you know because there's times where like you know there was one time a kid uh like shot a bird at another kid and my son like told on him and we're like jacob you cannot do that you know we're <laughs> like it is not your job to police the other kids you know it's a different if some kids come in at you or coming at your friends but if a kid just being a jerk in general, like to a teacher, that is not your job. But in the current school system, they try to make it the kid's job. Like mm -hmm. they they make them police the class. They're like, I'm leaving the room. You're in, not you're in charge, but you tell me if any kid acts up. And I think that's crazy. Like we yeah. told the teacher, we do not want our son in that position because that's not his job. Yeah. And that's where parents need to step in and like like see what's going on if your kid's racking up a bunch of machine guns you need to do something <laughs> and i didn't have that option when i was a kid because i got picked on a crap yeah. ton and i would have shot some fools because <laughs> it's like getting bullied and picked on it is a horrible thing and kids need to know not to do it it's, it's not cool and and the other thing is like if for any kids who are actually listening you know and have and have made it through my curse words um <laughs> i uh it, it all that it gets better stuff is absolutely and completely legitimate mm -hmm. oh, yeah. your your perception of what's going on in the world is so small 
when you're young. Yeah. You look at your immediate surroundings and you think, oh my God, everything's polluted. Everything's so small. I can't function in this environment. The environment you're living in is actually way bigger than you could ever freaking suspect. And the things that you know, you end up slipping up and embarrassing yourself to your peers, those things are going to be what those people are bragging about a couple of years later. You know what I mean? Like it, it all changes. The whole perspective changes. And don't ever let anybody get to you because you have something to offer. You are a good person. And one day you'll be able to see it even, you know, once you get out of the environment that you're in. I think perspective is this key word there, isn't it? It's like when when you're two, you know, the the biggest thing in your life is is having enough food. When you when you're seven, you know, it's your brother having a better Christmas present than you. When you when you're fourteen, it's you know your mates at school. When when you're twenty five, when you're thirty, it, that stuff's irrelevant. It's it's so small, right? And you pick the people you surround yourself with, and you surround yourself with like minded people. After you're out of school, where you're being forced to be around these people that right. want you to conform to be just like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they'll, another, they'll probably be working for you in five years anyway. Right. <laughs> and and another thing is like a lot of people like oh it's just the internet it's just trolls you just gotta let it all go and that's also a little bit of crap. Um, you know the moment we accept other people just being dicks for the sake of being dicks. I mean yeah they have the right to do it but they should get social social abuse for it. In my opinion. Um, because it's not, it, you know, you look at stuff like sexism and racism and that can all seem really funny when you're coming from a, you know, from one position, you know, joking around, but then, you know, you got those kids, you know, the rape case out in, what was it, Ohio, the Steubenville or whatever it was, kids. Um, and, and, you know, they thought that they were just, you know, being funny. Don't, don't tolerate it. Confront it. If people are you know, being real life trolls, confront it, say no, stop it, quit it. And that and that is the ethos on my YouTube comments channel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't tolerate people being dicks, and I give them abuse. And I, I get a lot of people saying, "Oh, I'm scared to post on your you know, on your comments in case you have a go at me." And it, it's not that. It's if you say something stupid, you know, and offensive, then you're going to get a lesson taught back to you, really, because there's no excuse for it. We delete stuff a lot. Yeah, we never really confront anybody on our comments, do we? I, well, I mean, we don't get a whole lot of extremely negative stuff. Well, yeah. we don't really delete anything that's that's like towards us. It's it's more towards like yeah. guests. Or you can something. say bad things about us all day. Like long. we can take it all day long, but we don't want you talking bad about our guests. Yeah, you know, they true. they are guests on our channel, and and just like if you came over to my house and I had a guest there, you can talk to me all day long. Yeah. You know, but as soon as you start going to add, you know, a guest or someone else, I'm going to defend them and take it, you know, get the fuck out. We got we we saw a lot of like sexist bullshit with regard to um, Minecraft, Lydia Minecraft, Minecraft check, yeah, yeah. really, yeah, a lot of it, and uh, we we deleted some of it and we confronted a lot of it. Um, you know, a lot of people were like, "Oh, she just got that because she's a girl," and we're like, "No, we we were with her at E3 when she was basically doing her." you know, run for the position she has now. And she kicked ass. We were there and we're experienced public speakers who do a podcast with that hundreds of thousands of people listen to. And we were just kind of like, oh, because we felt so out of our element in E3. And 
and she stepped up and shone like a bright star while we were sitting there going, oh, oh hey. <laughs> so anybody that had any complaints about her, it was total crap. Yeah. And and uh, but you know we 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 confronted that directly. In particular, Brent did a great job of it. Um, the things he said were really really great. So. Yeah. There, ice on this whole discussion. Another horrible <laughs> segue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey guys, <clears throat> as you will know, you guys are being shipped with each other. <laughs> 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 really? Yeah, there's a whole site, yeah, site dedicated to it. Oh, poor naive Eric, you don't know what shipping is? Uh, I didn't know what it was until it happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still in the dark. That's okay, we'll it? put it this way. Okay. There are fan fiction writers. Oh, yeah. Okay. And what they like to do is they like to take characters in books and movies and they like to put them into relationships together, like Kirk and Spock. Uh, or okay. Ron and Harry Potter. Or like my girlfriend does shit. with characters from Supernatural. Oh, God. Why am I marrying this girl? It's, oh, Supernatural. Yeah, why am I marrying her? But now I am totally finding some freaking paws and good. Is it just thing. like gay? We, like guys? We give you the links. Well, we, there's only guys on the server, so yes, it's only gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> just okay. That is awesome. You're being shipped. Okay. Why, why is it called that? What, why? That? Why is the word ship? It's. It has to do with relationship. Ship. And, oh, and the slang, slang, the slang term is if you recognize that a relationship could happen. Like if you're like Scotty, you know Scotty Kirk. Well, somebody else might go. I'd ship that. Oh, and that's, oh. You're such your, a your knowledge, knowledge impresses me and scares me at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been try I've, having this every freaking week <laughs> on the show. <laughs> He's been writing it secretly, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's. Like, oh, I've just been. I've been steeped in subculture for most of my life. So, <laughs> so have you guys ever been shipped? Wes and Eric sitting. At, well, um, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and once, but we didn't know it was called shit <laughs> on a Friday night. Uh, <laughs> the backside video that's banned in Iceland, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's anyway. this. this this letter gets even better and better. Why don't you read some more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like Paul's beef acting as a couple. I ship him. Someone gave him a flare on Reddit. Um, how do you? There, there's a flare on Reddit for pretty much anything. There's this. That's not saying much. Um, how do you guys feel about saying I love you to each other and sort of acting like a couple? Oh, and do you guys feel awkward talking about it? <laughs> and for those who have their other half, do they mind this? Well, let's hey, let's, let's cut there and, and hold this one for a moment. Hold oh, oh, us. Hey, what are we holding? I, I love you. <laughs> Beef, I love you too. Oh. This is so weird. <laughs> Come to Flan Con and learn all about it. <laughs> no, I think we're, we're all fairly safe in our sexuality to so not really feel that awkward and bothered about it. Nah. I think yeah. it's funny, though. It It is awkward it's reading the, the, the actual fanfic that people that write. Like there, yeah, there's there's one where into graphic detail. <laughs> there's one where apparently Beef was like having some sort of dream where him and I went caving. And some creeper blew up and he woke up and apparently I wasn't real and he's on his search to find me and all this. 
<laughs> so you think Christmas time where like Paws was making a Christmas or no, Paws and Pyro got into a fight and yeah. they knocked down the Christmas tree and then Badge comforts Pyro because Pyro's trying to fix it and they end up making out. Yeah. <laughs> Pyro's half my age. <laughs> but if he wasn't, it would be fine. Yeah. <sighs> oh man. There's hundreds of them. There's a whole site. It's just just articles. And I'm not linking to it. They can find it <laughs> themselves. Well, one of the sites got taken down. The the people that ran the actual website where they were they were putting them asked it to be pulled off of their site. Like it was like a like a sub like a subreddit kind of type of thing. But the the actual Reddit, like the top the top end, asked them to remove the Minecraft part of it because because they were getting too much attention to their site. I don't know. Just make a Reddit. Just make a subreddit. Let's just not. Minecraft shipping. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it alone. It's just, it's a weird, I don't know why people need to do it. It's, it's odd, but yeah, each to their own. I, I can understand it in, I don't know, in other, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't, maybe I can't understand it. I mean, yeah, I, fantasizing about, say, me and Jennifer Lawrence, I can, I can handle that, but. But you and Pyro. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it. There's someone else talking about me and Pyro. That's like, I don't thing. want to come across like any of us are homophobic or anything like that because I don't think that's the case at all. It's just no. it seems so weird being friends and not sexually attracted to each other, and then suddenly being put in a situation where you're reading about the sexual acts you had with that person. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there's no chance I could sleep with you, Gude? <laughs> so I've been traveling the world, sleeping all over the world, but in the room with you, and I'm not going to be able to actually sleep with you. <laughs> well, Nobody and, can sleep with with, with good, the amount of noise he makes. And, <laughs> and like I've I've seen a lot of this. Like I've I've you know I've followed a lot of fandoms and I've seen a lot of things like this. And I was and I also used to be very active on Live Journal back in the day. And Live Journal had a very strong yeah. fanfic community. Um, and I saw stuff that I really, you know, it it, it <laughs> you just are like, what really, really. Gouge your eyes out with spoons. <laughs> but once you, once these people start, once you get in there, like it, it's. I mean, it's just expressions. It's just, and it's like I have one fan who basically says, "I love you" every time he talks to me, you know. And the only time it was creepy was when I idled on a server, and then he sent me a video later of him like sneaking in Minecraft directly in front of me. <laughs> over and over uh, uh, and i was like wow that is the, the creepiest thing you've ever sent me <laughs> was it a private video like i'm not sure if you're supposed to be uh talking about those so moments. anyway I, I, it, it's it's a it's around um it's not surprising you guys would end up a part of it um yeah <laughs> Now yeah. I need to hunt it out and find it for my own personal amusement and maybe my wife's. I've sent, I've sent you the link. Are you going to read it softly or make it an audible version or something? Newborn baby. You sit there at night with your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, Yi Fang asks, Hi, why do you think everyone wants to see your faces so badly? For that matter, random trivia about your, might I add, private lives. Personally, I believe that many viewers unconsciously have come to recognize you guys as celebrities, as members of a higher social class. Um, 
of video gaming commenting gods. So to bring you guys back down to the common man perspective, uh, viewers unscrupulously scavenge for flaws and tidbits of your lives. It makes you guys seem more human, more relatable. I see this often in the hungry masses of Ethiopians worshipping and clawing at the chains of their Mary Sue. He has developed such a near impossible to criticise persona that he seems to almost uncannily perfect. They search for that one swear, for that one fact, for that one picture, so they can say, yes, he is like me, he is shaped like me, he is not a sexy voice, my mum's opinion of you guys' voices, behind the internet. You guys should also ask Doc, he has a degree in psychology, I think. Okay, let's get there's Doc a question, on here. But, uh, hey, is your mum hot? But don't, don't you, Beef? What? And, and this actually continues... No, not a psychology degree, a sociology degree. Oh, right, okay. That's different. Masses of people instead of a single person. <laughs> That's why he's so popular on YouTube. He knows how to manipulate people who like him. What were you trying to say, man? Nothing. I manipulate people? You, you, you want to fight me? I don't, I don't think you're, you I don't think I you're as nice. Okay, fine then, whatever. I am no longer shipped with you. <laughs> and this actually continues the previous email because do you receive the term Mary Sue in there? Mm-hmm. Okay, here you go. More, more trivia on <laughs> A Mary Sue is a is a throwaway character with very few personality traits, typically who represents the author themselves. And the way this is handled like is somebody might write a story about Harry Potter and put a character in that is basically themselves that Harry Potter falls in love with and hooks up with. And that is considered a Mary Sue. It's uh, a good job we had you guys on this week. And, and, <laughs> and so this particular message is saying clawing at the chains of their Mary Sue. So they, they, they're shipping themselves with Etho is what's oh, going well, on. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is Etho's name is Mary. <laughs> uh, you know, it was funny. The other day we were having a conversation about, you know, speak about showing your faces or whatever. But we were having a conversation about last names. And I used you guys as an example. I was like, no one has skinned them and wore them as a suit, but it sounds like you're on the verge of that, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we were all talking, you know, what's the – should we really be worried about it if our last name got out there? Because, uh, you know, sometimes people will send me my last name like, gotcha, and it's like, <laughs> I'm not too worried. It's okay. Um, but Yeah, the, it's, it's kind of what you're going to do with it. You know? Okay, you know where I live, but you live, you know, the other side of the world. And you're 14. What are you can do? It's a pointless yeah, piece of information you can't really use. Are you egging on the, the older <laughs> no, people yeah. who watch you to go to you? What are you going to do? And I think the more you fight against it, the worse it's going to be. Like the worse people are going to want to do that. And so right. it's like you're going to get the people that are going to end up shooting you because you didn't want to show them your face or something, you know? I mean, I, mean, I think yeah. that we diffuse a lot of negative attention that way by having, I mean, you can find me. My, you yeah. know, my 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 Twitter pictures all have the location turned on. You know, it's not hard to find me. I mean, look at like actor celebrities and musicians like Bruce Willis. What are you going to do to him? You, you know his full name. Yeah. What are you going to do? But he's got money to hire people to protect. Right. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the difference. Is, yeah. The, I, I feel like actors are safe, even like bad ones. Like, I don't know. Polly Shore? <laughs> even bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Joaquin Phoenix or something. He's He's probably safe. I do think people do gotchas. You know, they're like they they want to think they have something on you, and really, I mean, good lord, the worst thing anybody can do to me is you know 
find old pictures from when I was a bartender, you know? And I'm like, so what? <laughs> Big whoop. I had a good time, you know? <laughs> um, and I think that a lot of times people jump on stuff like that. I, I, I know that there's a big discussion about showing your face while you're streaming. Hmm. And it seems that most people like face cams while streaming. Yeah, why is that? <laughs> I can't understand that phenomenon. No, no. I mean, I've never seen Ethos face and it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't yearn to see Mary's face. Well, I, whenever I stream, I get a lot of people asking me to put on my face cam, but I'm like, I just say I'm on a game streaming website. I'm not a vlogging type of stream or anything like that. It's, I don't know. And we've seen your face. We don't want to see it yeah. again. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I actually discussed this a little bit with Will Overgaard from Creative Assembly um, because we were talking about, I, I think there are different standards for YouTube and for Twitch. On YouTube, I think people are there more for a show. On Twitch, I think people are there to watch you playing, not to feel like they are playing. Hmm. And interact with you. Yes. Yeah. And so I think the face cam is more prevalent and more important on things like Twitch, whereas YouTube, it's not as sought after. Right. Well, plus people want to watch people fall asleep on Twitch, I think. <laughs> really? <laughs> I get linked all the time to to streams of someone sleeping. Like, look at this guy sleeping, and I don't know. And then the stream, then the stream seems to blow up. Like, I think people get more views sleeping than they do actually being awake on Twitch. That happened to me one night. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you weren't on the stream sleeping. Yeah. yeah, your chair was. Eric got up and Cherrington. went to sleep, and Cherrick Fullerton, his chair, sat there. <laughs> were all these memes sure. about my chair there was like a twitter account somebody made and all <laughs> stuff. like there were way more people watching that chair than have ever watched me <laughs> hey it could be worse i i read uh an article about this i think it was like a lol streamer uh, and yep. uh basically what happened was he thought he shut his stream down but what happened was it it, it stayed streaming and he went to go watch some porn and he started oh, masturbating on stream Oh, God. Uh, yeah. There's another guy who... <laughs> There's who, some terms of service violation. No, no, no. But what happened was uh, apparently he disputed it and they gave it back because it was a honest mistake. Because, I mean, who who really wants to jerk off on <laughs> while, while streaming? Oh, I mean, there, there's some people. There's some people. Over. You can't put up another stream, you know? I mean, you're just going to get shit all over. Well, there was that guy who had sex with his girlfriend, too. He was streaming, and then he, and his computer desk was right in front of his bed. And then he ended up going and having sex with his girlfriend. Do you think some of these are staged? Maybe? Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one way to get popular, especially if your girlfriend's hot. There's um hot. there's there's oh. a guy who did like a Resident Evil stream before Resident Evil came out. Oddler, his name was. He's one of the people who fell asleep, and uh, he became really popular because of it. Like he was doing a seventy-two hour marathon. I think like fifty hours in, he fell asleep, and there's a moment where he starts sleepwalking to his bed, and it just blew up. Like there's like seventeen thousand people watching this guy sleep. It was That's ridiculous. Insane. Well, I mean, that goes back. I mean, there's a long history of this. Like, um, back in the early cam girl days, you know, I, I had a good friend who was a cam girl. And she would have sleep cam because people like to watch her sleep. Yeah. I remember. Wow. Um, you know, th there's... Well, it's kind of suspenseful, too, right? Because you, you're waiting for something, right? <laughs> right? You're waiting for the drop, right? If this was Harlem <laughs> Shake, you're like, what's going to happen? Something's going to happen. 
yeah. clown yeah. coming out from under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of exciting, but kind of weird too, I guess, when you think. But there's about also it. an intimacy to it. It's it's yeah. a it's a defenselessness. It's a you know it's a expression of humanity. I mean, come on, where's that sociology degree? Pull some stuff out here. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Actually, good. You should have had that when that guy broke into your house. That would have been nice because I would have not got to see what he looked like. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I like that people know my face. I sometimes think it works against us, you know, being older. Oh, yeah. mm. Like, I don't think, I, don't, I think we lose some audience because we're older. Yeah. Well, I, I quite like it that, that you're older because sometimes I sit there and I'm playing Minecraft. And I think, what the hell? I'm nearly 40 and I'm playing a computer game. But then I think, well, you, know, you guys are older and you're playing games. So. <laughs> That's your go to. Not older than me necessarily, but older. <laughs> well, you know, and and it, it's funny because like a lot of our fans are very very young, you know, and and uh, it's it's weird. Like I don't mind it, but I sometimes wonder if I was a you know Jordan, or I was a Toby, or you know somebody like that. Then it has some talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, you get my drift. Yeah. I think sometimes. Sometimes your looks can work against you in ways, but then I mean, sometimes it can work for you. You know, yeah, at least you don't have people saying "show your face" every other post. That's true. Yeah, everyone knows your last name, Everett Copeland. True. <laughs> 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 so, next question. Um, I'll do this in chunks. I think. Uh, hi, guys from Jeff Joffine. Is that <laughs> you think? Joffine. Um, do you do any of you guys consider yourselves to be romantics? No, I'm married. Be, I don't have anyone to be romantic with. I'm romantic with myself. I like <laughs> candles. I buy myself flowers. Why not me? Can you get back together, please? You're too far away, man. Beef buys himself hand cream. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like we need some shipping. <laughs> some shipping containers, some romance. There's some flowers in. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just I used to be very romantic and then I had kids. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like, hey, it's it's... It's Valentine's Day. I love you, honey. I love you too. What a great Valentine's Day. I don't know how you ended up with more than one because I'm I'm honestly scared to even pee with my penis after having one. So I don't know how you made that mistake three times. I have a large chunk of my body burned with some kind of a soldering iron <laughs> to make sure it doesn't happen again. <laughs> uh, what are your favorite novel stroke book series? Book series? Yeah. <laughs> you read? I read, not series of books. I don't have one. I, just, I read random books here and there. That's all. I used like, to really like Sherlock Holmes. I'm listening to him in the car, an audio book at the moment, because I just can't get nothing. Comic books, Army of Darkness comic books. Walking Dead I, graphic novels are awesome. Yeah, those are good. I'm listening to The Wheel of Time right now, the last... The 14th book in the series written by the second author because the first one died. That's how long it's been going on. <laughs> wow. Hey, if you want to listen to an audio book, you can sign up with uh, audible.com. <laughs> yes. Audible.com <laughs> slash the chef. Get 30 days free of Audible. Um, I am... Uh, See, I, save it for that. Not yeah. for hosting. <laughs> I we got a kickback from the hosting if they use the coupon code. No, no, Loot Crate and then... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> put them on there. Yeah. Um, no, I, I used to be a huge reader. A huge. Um, and I, I read... You lost some weight. Yeah. So, uh, I, 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 I would read two books a week in high school. 
I, I read, you know, a book a week as an adult. Is this going to end with then I had kids? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, uh, things, th- series that I really enjoyed, the Game of Thrones. Like if you're not watching the show, read the books. They're amazing. They're fantastic. It's the best fantasy fiction I've read other than, you know, like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Um, really, really amazing stuff and like you grow to love certain characters and then you watch them be you know gang raped wild animals while their you know wife watches and you know you know it's it's not available in iceland uh yeah yeah but (laughs) game of thrones is excellent uh when i was a kid my favorite series was called the belgariad by david eddings good one um new new deadpool series is pretty good comic books yeah pretty sweet uh, I don't think I've ever gotten to a series. I'm, I'm like beef. I just read like one-off books. Yeah. Like I really like Stephen King, but I could never get into um, oh, what the hell's that series? It's got like Dark 40 Tower. Books. Yeah, Dark Tower. I just couldn't I got get about five books in. Yeah, it's more than five, isn't it? Yeah, I got about five books. Oh, in. I see. I see. Oh. And it and it does help doing some of them on tape. I mean, like. You know, if you're busy, like when I was doing door to door sales or, or, you know, vendor sales, um, I would do, I would put a book on tape in the car and listen to it, you know. Oh, Make Love the Bruce Campbell Way. Great book. <laughs> That's my favorite book of yeah. all time. Okay. He's a great guy. Nice one. That's good. I, I can't read a single like I, I've read some single offs books, but I've got to have a series. Like I feel like I need to get if I'm going to take the time to read the book, I need to get invested. So it was like like you said, like the Bulgarian and the Malorian and yeah. the Shinara books and and the Xanth novels and the uh, 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 just all those series. It was all series from day one. It yeah. seemed like hmm. we should skip the last question. We've gone way over. <laughs> well, we're almost to two hours. Let's shoot for it. Come on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do this last bit. And then I didn't know if you guys had lives or not. So. We do. <laughs> I don't really have to pee. I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, no lives over here. <laughs> All right. Final question then from Cool Altec. Do you consider the audience when you are recording in terms of language and swearing? I know that Paul said he doesn't care and he won't change his language, but in Black Desert 2, he apologizes for swearing and says he's trying to decrease his swearing. That's, that's only I think what Paz, I do series with other yeah. people. Yeah, because he was doing that series with me, so he's he knows that I try not to swear uh, in my video, so that's why I think he said that. But yeah, I consider the audience when recording. I try not to swear. I don't think I've gone you know full out f bombs, but I've 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 let a few slip. I like how you always say that, but the very first bit Minecraft video of you, you say shit in like the first minute. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. No f bombs. <laughs> well, he also says he likes watching me in that video. So there's all kinds of problems in that video. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking back then. They sold we, out. We really, and this was kind of mostly an Eric thing to start off with, right? Yeah. You you started bleeping us. Oh yeah, right. In right. the early control point days when we were doing our TF2 podcast, and then yeah. I felt bad that he was doing the work, so I tried to tone down stuff. Yeah. Because the podcast yeah. before that was World of Wow, and there wasn't any worry about cu- cussing in that, right? That was in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Dead but yeah, you're right. Podcast Brent. before that was even like worse. it was real like, dirty. Was, but yeah, Brent, Brent's right. Like you would just swear less because it was less work for me to bleep. Yeah. And then it just became, how about let's just not do it at all because I'm tired of bleeping everything. <laughs> And then it just kind of stuck. And then you'd say something by accident. You'd look over at Eric and be like, 
Oh, I'm like, sorry. and then you might as well drop a few more right here. <laughs> and then, and then you'd be reading the show notes, and like a timestamp and a big bleep in red words would show up in the, exactly. you know, it'd exactly. be like because it was him marking where he needed. And and I, I grew to appreciate it because for two for two reasons. One, I liked that younger kids could listen to us and not really have an issue. Mm-hmm. And then Brent pointed out that. One time he was listening to the Gamers with Jobs podcast, which is an excellent, excellent podcast, but they don't worry about cussing. And he was listening to it with his kids in the car, and then all of a sudden they started dropping F bombs. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, not a, if you don't cuss, you can not only be listened to by kids, but you can also be listened to by parents in front of their kids. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and yeah. it's funny because, like, I've actually had to talk with my son, like, yo, you know what these words are, and, you know, just don't say them. But even still, if I hear it in front of them, it triggers some just kind of like cringe. And so I don't want to cringe. Yeah. You know, so. I still get that if I hear it in front of my dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really bizarre because, you know, I mean, I, I've got a bit of potty mouth when I'm doing the videos, but that's that's how I talk. Um, I will bleep out, you know, a C bomb, but anything else is, is fair game. But yeah, if I'm listening to something in front of my parents and they say that, you know, because I was taught. You don't say that in polite society. Um, and when I'm recording, I kind of feel, you know, it's not polite society. It's, it's matey type of talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it's, a different, it's a different way of dealing with it. So I, I don't swear in front of my parents. Um, it's, it's weird. Yeah, and it's kind of weird how it's automatic. Like you said, mm. like thinking about that, it's like when I'm with, around my mom, like I'm not going to drop an F-bomb. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Mm. But like... When we were doing the podcast, I would drop one until like now. I think it's become almost more natural not to do it anyway. But then, like, we step away from the mics, and I'm a, a yeah. filthy bastard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we we really we are all foul mouthed people, and but for some reason, we got to a point where we did not want to present ourselves as a public consumable material in that manner until we get on your show, and then yeah. I'm like, wait. I- like halfway through, I'm like, wait, we can cuss. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Well, the, Fuck yeah. Well, there is there is two there is two forms of swearing as well. There's there's some people that just use it as an adjective, every other word, yeah. Um, yeah. and there's some that use it yeah, as an emotive term, which I don't have a problem with. Yeah. Well, I I did college radio as well, and they teach you very carefully. They're like, this is what this is the difference between offensive and obscene. Mm. They're like, hmm. to say, I see a cup of piss, that is offensive. To say, I piss on you, that mm. is obscene. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think there are ways that you can, you know, and, and so you, I learned about these things kind of early in the presentation aspect of it. And, and I, I like the fact, and I started bleeping core elements, even though I had like Edmund McMillan on, the guy who made um, Super Meat Boy and... Oh yeah, Isaac, and he cusses like a freaking sailor. Yeah, and you know I'm like, bloop, 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 <laughs> you know, um, but I, I, I want I, I. It's not that I want to sanitize it. I don't think you have to sanitize the ideas, but I think you can polish it a little bit to make it more easily consumable. I, I know that one of my neighbor's moms was so goody two shoes that she saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off and was offended. <laughs> they uh, cussed in it. Oh, uh, wow. and I was like, "That is such a white bread movie." You know, yeah. white, white bread like that. It's not wheat. 
Yeah. <laughs> but and I don't think it matters in the end. I mean, like, I think people should just do what they feel comfortable with, and it's you know, I think that's you. You know, it's who you are, and so uh, I don't have a problem with it at all. No, I'm pretty sure the kids at school here are a lot worse than us anyway. Yeah. yeah. I tried to stop cussing when I first started. I, honestly, I was so naive. I didn't know if you could cuss or not on YouTube, so I was really worried about like getting my videos taken down when I first started. So <laughs> I thought thought you couldn't cuss, but uh, I tried. And it's funny you talk about you know that switch because around your parents you don't cuss, and you would think you'd be able to carry that over into something if you're like, well, I'm I'm going to stop cussing. But every time like something crazy happens in a game with, that you're not expecting, the first thing out of my mouth is you know some cuss word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I just I felt the thing is there's probably a lot more obscene things that I've said that aren't the cuss words honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but and there's humor yeah. there. I mean, I mean everybody loves watching PewDiePie freak out because something just happened and and he's funny and he cusses and it's like ha 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 look at PewDiePie ha ha ha. <laughs> but at the same time, like I don't know, like I I feel like I'm more cognizant of my audience and I I don't I don't feel like. That's where I want to be. See, I don't mind like that type of stuff, but PewDiePie also goes and kind of crosses the line, joking and laughing about rape as well, and in the same context, it's like, uh, why do you got to say yeah. that? Yeah. Well, and I think you know some of that. I mean, I haven't heard these, so I don't know exactly what he's saying, but I mean, I think there's some form of dealing with issues personally and knowing people personally who've dealt with them, where you tend to ha have more concern about those type of issues. Yeah. Um, and well, that's the trouble the comedy in general has, isn't it? It's it's something is going to offend someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. That's a great way, way to end. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> Are we not? Are we skipping the last question then, Bash? Bumpoo Willie. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, okay. we've got six minutes till two hours. <laughs> well, in those six minutes, maybe you guys can plug some of your stuff. Your channel name is youtube.com slash Dead Workers Party. Glad somebody answered. <laughs> <laughs> I wait to room like who's gonna say it. I think the didgeridoo, and I figured I'd yeah. stop that. <laughs> and uh, they can they can watch uh, the Shaft podcast on Twitch at TV slash Dead Workers Party. Yeah, and when deadworkers.com slash live live. Oh yeah, that's right. And then so we record every Sunday at three p.m. Central, and then you know you can watch it live, and then that goes up. Yeah, that's being streamed, and then that'll be on YouTube and iTunes every Monday morning. So, and we do that every single week. All and of us sure have been on, so except for Beef so far, though. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes. We it's need you, fun. sir. I'm down. Sweet. All right. <laughs> okay. You're you ours. Can ship <laughs> together. All right. It's email. Yeah. But we also we also stream on Twitch randomly. It just depends on what kind of mood we're in. Um, I, I'd love to be able to do it reliably. I'm I'm thinking about maybe getting a daytime, like stream going. Yeah. Cool. Um, Schedule. But uh, because like that dinner time bath time streaming is just not very functional. For <laughs> Wait, you have a bath, bath time or? stream? Well, I, I've got a three-year-old and a five-year-old, you know, so I have to get baths and feed we them. We don't and need that on the stream. I know, now I know I what's know. happening to the stream. I I didn't realize. Is, is your is your wife, you know, okay with you doing these gaming and streaming and stuff? Yeah, yeah. She she just is like, honey, you you. She pats me on the head and says, "It's okay, Wes. It's okay." <laughs> Wow. Well, uh, we'd like to thank you guys for joining us and thank everybody for listening. 
Um, and we'll be back, I guess, next Monday or Tuesday, depending on uh, what time pause can can record. <laughs> and right, buddy? And thanks for having us. Yeah. Oh, it was a real pleasure. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Organization, that's what it's about. I'd ship that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>